Welcome to The Story Tinker, a place for in-depth analysis of stories, including Midnight Poppyland, Purple Hyacinth, and more. Co-hosted by sharp, witty, and dare I say, thirsty fans, we dive deep into every episode, analyzing character, relationship development, and so many theories. You can follow The Story Tinker right here on YouTube, as well as all podcast platforms. You can also follow The Story Tinker on Instagram and Facebook. For bonus content, sneak peeks, and more, you can support The Story Tinker on Patreon. If you like what you see, please like and subscribe. Thank you for listening to The Story Tinker, and let's get started. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 74 of Midday Poppyland. And today we are with Haley, Elizabeth, and Sakura. Hi. Hello. Hi. So I guess I'll go first since I got the first part. Uh, I'm Haley. I'm 29. I've been on the podcast before. I'm really excited to be on again and excited to meet Sakura, who I've never talked to before. So um, yeah, thanks for thanks for having me again. I'll, can I go? Yeah. So <laughs> hi, everyone. My name is Sakura. And I actually, this is not my first time doing the podcast because I have done some parts already. So I actually met Haley for the first time today. And, you know, I actually am doing modeling and I'm actually a student at the same time. So it is actually an opportunity to be in this podcast. And I read other webtoons and overall, yeah, that's me. Hi, I'm Elizabeth. I've been on before. Um, and I'm super excited to talk about this episode. <laughs> modest, Elizabeth is also the author of a giant fanfic, so you can check that out. <laughs> and getting longer. Ooh. Yeah, so for people who don't know, I'm Begonia Rex over on AO3 and Instagram, um, which is pretty fun to have the AO3 community also on Instagram because then we can kind of talk more than just like in the comments. Yeah. Awesome, that's awesome. Okay, so we are going to be splitting it into four as we do sometimes. And yeah, Haley can start us off. Okay, so we start off with Miss Poppy um, looking a little uncomfortable, but rocking bod. Uh, geez, she's just gorgeous. Um, yeah, looking a little uncomfortable, but being brave. Um, Tora is obviously very um, intrigued. She has she has his full attention. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> furrowed eyebrows. Well, oh, and he, like... they both have their hands in their pockets. Like they're almost. I feel like they want to reach for each other, but they both, you know, are still a little shy or a little unsure. Of course. But uh, like you said a little bit earlier, Mindy, the, the lighting in these panels kind of reminds me of when Tora came to Poppy's apartment for the first time and she made him dinner. Like, it just seems like the home is so warm and welcoming and, you know, Tora is just this presence. Like, I mean, his outfit, his hair, it's all just so dark, but it's, he's so sad, like his skin is so saturated and he just kind of even though he feels uncomfortable, I feel like he fits into her, her air, her space still. Like he's, he's learning to be there. 
it's funny, it's funny you say that the house is warm and welcoming because I kind of don't take this the wrong way. I kind of get a little bit of like horror movie vibes, <laughs> probably because it's just very, very, very dark. Yeah. Um, so, and we know, which to me, in terms of storytelling, you know, just contributes to to what we know about Poppy growing up, like real small town. I think mm -hmm. that that's what Liz was trying to convey that, you know, everything's old in the house. Like we saw the 1954 calendar and it's not high tech, it's not modern. <clears throat> so, you know, that's the world that she comes from. And it seems like also not having a lot of money, right? Like they don't have hot water and maybe mm -hmm. they, can, they don't use their, a lot of lights to save on the electricity bill or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I think that just shows us, you know, she doesn't come from this very affluent, you know, modern background. Yeah. I feel like the warmth is for me just because of all the wood and uh, I and the, like stone fireplace and there were some plants in the background, just like her apartment. So I, I get the horror movie vibe thing. But. <laughs> I know. I don't I feel bad saying that. But Last house on the left. I guess, I guess yeah. Yeah. But dark. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but anyway, he uh, moving on. Tora says, oh, shit, sorry. And he's thinking, wasn't supposed to say that out loud. <laughs> Referencing his, fuck yeah, I want to eat something to, at the last, at the end of the last episode. And of course, Poppy's doing the ba-dump. You know, uh, obviously she totally heard what he said and totally knew what he meant. And she's got her beautiful little blush going on there. Oh, there's just this awkward silence and yeah, he's looking like, away. Like, do, do, do. <laughs> do, For uh, right? Just like empty yeah. panels. I love it. <laughs> it's like that, it's just building that tension again because they're obviously both attracted to each other, but haven't quite crossed into that. I feel comfortable just coming to you and asking for a kiss or hugging or whatever. They're just not quite there yet, but it's like the best part. So anyway, scrolling down, Poppy's got her little sweat mark, um, tension rising. Should I go put on a jacket? And Tora kind of looks even more angry with those eyebrows. He's got some contouring going on there on his cheeks too. I didn't, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you, Mindy. What did you say? cheekbones <laughs> uh-huh yes he does absolutely um he says the fuck are you talking about bobby it's like a fucking oven in here just wear whatever you feel comfortable in at which point i was like dude you're wearing a turtleneck you <laughs> <laughs> need to take that off and i didn't even mean it for lustful purposes i'm like if it's like an oven you know i feel bad for you <laughs> or you didn't okay all right <laughs> <laughs> Oh, uh, okay. And then Poppy, you know, is, looks like she's kind of biting her lip almost and a little embarrassed and he seems to be concerned. And then he says, did he ever, and then that's the end of my little part there. Sorry, we didn't hear you, Mindy. Oh yeah, Sakura. Sorry, I don't know. I don't know if it's, I'll, I'll be closer. Sakura, yeah, you can. You can go on. Yes. So right now, the fact that um I'm seeing that Torah, like right now, I'm just, I'm kind of a little bit lost. I'm so sorry. <laughs> it's, he says, did he ever to you? 
so he was actually um like worried about Poppy right now, cause yeah. it's like he um. You see where my at right now? No, so oh, that's I, okay. I was going at like warp speed, so. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so oh yeah, now I see it. So you know, Tor is definitely worried about Poppy on what he what jewelry the rot I call him the rotten potato. <laughs> oh, that's so good, rotten potato. Yeah, like so Poppy. Is it because he is it because he shoved a potato in Tora's tailpipe? Is that why you call him that? that yeah, <laughs> because there's this thing where all these minute popular characters are being drawn as potatoes. So, <laughs> oh, yeah. and just same time, like you know, who carries a a potato with them like who in their right mind well, apparently he has a potato business but still <laughs> he was he was referred to as um we're like where did he pull that from like did he run back to his car did he just have it in his pants somehow where would he keep it oh, oh uh, he's, oh, he's keeping it he's keeping it tucked in the front so he looks like he has you know some situation going on you know it makes him feel more masculine oh know. they're so mean we're such mean people <laughs> i mean he just yeah, I, agree. I mean i i secretly call him jewelry box to myself oh that's cute so. <laughs> but yeah so tora is like definitely way for for poppy as usual Mm -hmm. but poppy herself wants her to be worried she, yeah okay you know she gives the vibe because at the same time like she wants to discard everything she didn't want to make things awkward and she just feel like you know she didn't want to make the scenario between her and tour in the awkward vibes because you know they both were like you know they both think they're awkward and they both have insecurities because I know how it feels to have insecurities and you feel like you kind of feel ashamed that you don't want to make the encounter so awkward. So, you know, insecurities doesn't go away that fast. So now Taurus now kick, I'm not sure, but he's kicking, he's kicking the lock inside the fire pit. So he was just saying like, you know, something, you know, about the, um, the place, I think I'm not sure, but I'm, but he, I see that he was, um, like kicking the lock from the fireplace. Don't you think he was kicking the 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 lock from the? Oh, well, he was just kind of nudging it, I think, in like sort of a like awkward, like trying to do something with himself, like fidgety. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, you know, I was just trying to like not make things awkward, but now Tora is proving stuff that now he's just mentioned about jury. He's like, I'm not like, I'm not like jury. I mean, like, of course, like, he doesn't want, he's just mature than jury, jury the brown potato. <laughs> because, like, he's trying to say to himself that, you know, he's trying to prove that, yeah, like, I'm not, I'm not like him. And, you know, because jury is, is more, um, you know, he's immature. And technically, he just mentioned about Pinky, <laughs> which is D Damien. Mm -hmm. So, like, it, he just mentioned that through his thoughts and they say that maybe jury i just said that maybe jury and pinky are just the same age that's what i'm assuming so then tor turned away like every time he turns away he's more his deep feelings and you know it's serious that he's not joking around so it gives like a vibe like he turns 
down and if he feels upset and if he has like a concerning feeling he he always turns around like you know like it's easier for him to get it out if he's not looking at her right mm-hmm. even if he's embarrassed even if he's ashamed of himself he always turns around mm-hmm. well and i think it's interesting how they're showing kind of the two life experiences they have where like Poppy's kind of awkward and feeling uncomfortable, but she's feeling uncomfortable because of like the things that Jory mm-hmm. did and said to her. And Tora defaults to she's uncomfortable because violence has happened to her in some way in the past. Mm-hmm. Right. And then kind of them both realizing that like where their minds are is actually not the same place. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I found it interesting that he Tora couldn't even ask her directly like the jewelry mm-hmm. force himself on you the jewelry ever maybe I couldn't figure out like you know I was like oh is he asking did he ever force himself on you or did he ever tell you to cover up because mm-hmm. the second part is more likely to have happened right because jewelry is like the emotionally manipulative kind of person controlling whatever mm-hmm. you know we know he's like oh why are you hanging out with that guy blah 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 but I think I think he was referring to you know forcing himself on her Mm-hmm. which I'm so happy to learn that, that at least that did not happen mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah well and the fact that Tora says I'm just sitting and heard some shit in my line of work over the years um messes with my head sometimes and like you know again like you said he wasn't he's not looking at her when he says that and like the look on Poppy's face as she's kind of like processing that because we all know she's smart like she right. can read between the lines really well and I think you know, she's realizing more and more, like, the life he's led has not been a happy one. Mm-hmm. Right. And then when when I saw Poppy, like, she's, like, stroking the, the stair knobs, I'm just thinking dirty. She was just, <laughs> you too! Oh! She's just like, oh, you know. Because I just feel like, you know, she's just, I mean, as a gesture, I guess, I mean, it's like a habit. But I'm just thinking really dirty. I'm sorry about that. Well, I think um, it's, I so think now, you're right. Now, but I think is... it's like the fidgeting thing, like you mentioned with him kicking the log. It's like she's doing the same thing by just kind of doing that with the the stair banister. Right. And speaking about what Haley's meant, I'm just thinking to myself that, you know, through body language, if you're doing the same thing and and you're doing, I think they both have the connection, like it comes naturally. So they do reciprocate with their, the same thing that they're doing. So if Poppy's sitting down, he's sitting down. So, you know, it gives like the vibe that they do like each other, but it's just, you know, it, you know how they are. When they're like magnets, they're just kind of circling, you know, and they're attracted together and eventually it's just like, right. You know. <laughs> With that sound effect, huh? <laughs> oh, no. oh, you know it, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's talking about that. So he is being direct, right? So Tora is, mm-hmm. you know, he's to be direct. But he's like, oh, I have that much self control. Like he's like, I'll, I'll never jump you. And I like that, you know, we talk about even a knucklehead like Pinky. So he kind of like Pinky in, in many ways, he treats him like, oh, you're like a baby. And like he bosses him around. But you see that he does appreciate that he wouldn't, he does think that Pinky has enough morals to not do that. So mm-hmm. obviously there's like this big contrast between jewelry from the outside seems like a respectable guy, right? He, you know, anyone passing him in the street would be like, oh, they wouldn't think twice about him. 
And I don't know what public image he maintains in Moonbright necessarily. I don't know if everyone knows he's a douchebag or only like Poppy, but when Tora and Pinky walk on the street, like they do get the judgment stares. So, Mm -hmm. and you know, so that's obviously like the contrast between outside, inside, who's really, you know, good, who's really bad. Well, the fact that Tori even says, like, he he clarifies, this is kind of the first time I think that he's clarified, too, of, like, I know I talk shit a lot, but most of the time I don't mean any of that crap. So he's like, yeah, I'm teasing you. Um, But, like, again, he he wants her to be comfortable with whatever she wants to wear in her own home that she's invited him into. And, like, I think, like, her apartment is home, but, like, this is more of her home. Mm-hmm. Um, is, oh and speaking of which speaking of home during that frame he's looking at those picture frames or he's maybe mm-hmm. even looking at it before and they're blanked out just I am mm-hmm. <laughs> conveniently blanked out so what has he been seeing there and it'll come mm-hmm. into play a little bit later too mm-hmm. and now I think when she's like it's fine if you mean it some of the time and then when she does the like she's fidgeting with the stairs like I was like yeah I totally read that as kind of sexual connotations too oh like, yeah you know, Lily, he, Lily could have had that shaped any other way yeah <laughs> but like and the fact that he's still looking down and like serious and then Poppy's kind of like looking away but then starts fidgeting um like yeah I totally read that as like you know because like she could have written like fidget, fidget, or like some other sound effect, but I'm just like, True. yeah, True. <laughs> this sexual attention here is like definitely rising. <laughs> you know, Poppy started the evening by owning her sexuality with coming down in that tank top, mm-hmm. and she's doing it again by saying, "Listen, Tara, it's okay if you, you know, do mean those sexual comments about me some of the time." So, like, mm-hmm. yes, that takes a lot of courage to admit that you know I know when I was with my husband my husband was like tell me since day one that he thought I was sexy and I never it took me a while to accept that and I'm like yeah I'm sexy to you at least right uh, to him like, I don't know about necessarily to other people but yes you are <laughs> no it's it's fine but like you know it took a while to to own that I guess or to believe that about myself mm-hmm. so and so like good for you Poppy yes mm-hmm. <laughs> and, I love that she you know had Erdine's advice in her head too from the last episode like just reading that was so empowering and I think a lot of people reading this I I would hope would even though it's fictional like it still has a lot of good messages like you know be yourself own yourself like own your body and do what feels good to you as long as you're not hurting anyone just you know do what makes you happy and if you want to wear that sexy tank top wear that sexy tank top all right so we pick up after dinner um i'm gonna guess tora did the dishes again just a hunch (laughs) seems like something he'd do um poppy cooked is only fair right (laughs) um and we get the sounds like the only sounds are the wind in the trees um and they're laughing outside and Poppy says, anyway, this is a completely random thought, but I wonder what it would have been like if we'd known each other when we were younger. And we get this really interesting panel of Tora's mm-hmm. face. So realistic. Yeah, and like, 
he's thinking about something there and um part of me is wondering if like I'm pretty sure they met when they were kids and like maybe he recognized her from the photos that were inside that he was looking at mm-hmm. that's the like ooh, what do I say thing mm-hmm. and it's interesting because the previous panel his face is like fully lit and then this one it's like his face is com- almost completely in darkness again oh and there's poppy in the light and poppy in the light poppy in the light but it's like shining on part of his face so her light touches him mm-hmm. and like you know the light's behind his head so it honestly looks like the light is coming from her face and shining on him while they're it standing does. there does Sorry, Mindy, we didn't hear you. Yeah, so lighting up that one little line. Mm-hmm. But also, before we even like go into their conversation, I love the setting. It's so beautiful. Like, mm-hmm. Puppy has her own little dock there on the lake. Mm-hmm. And the stars, like, I mean, I know I grew up in New York City, so like, we don't see the stars like that. <laughs> and it's gorgeous. So pretty. Mm-hmm. Giving that Regina some scenario here. What was that? It gives like the Regina Peaks um, mm. scenario. Mm-hmm. So I'm from Indiana and we, I didn't grow up like by, well, kind of grew up by a lake, but I grew up by a bunch of cornfields <laughs> and uh, you could definitely see stars like that. And she mentions, sorry to, I'm not like jumping ahead, Elizabeth, I'm sorry mm-hmm. to take your no. spot, but she mentions the fireflies and that was always one of my favorite things in the summertime. Like when you're driving at night and you look like out through the cornfields you could see a bunch of fireflies just lighting up it's like Indiana's not very cool but we have some we have some cool stuff <laughs> yeah I'm from Minnesota and like live in the city but not like you know Minneapolis isn't anything like New York but like this scene is like oh yeah this totally feels like when we're in northern Minnesota and just sitting by the lake mm-hmm so nice and, um, and at least Tora has like also rolled up his sleeves at this point mm-hmm. so it's like a little bit cooler <laughs> he's more comfortable like just being himself around her mm-hmm. of course and one thing like I noticed with this is this is we've established on this podcast I think multiple times before that Lily Desk tends to work in groupings of three either in panels or story beats or like arcs of the story and so this is the third time they've actually been outside under the stars together I'm pretty sure so we had their apartment uh Poppy's apartment on her balcony we had Regina's Peak and now we're in Moonbright mm-hmm. and so I'm really curious like how this night is going to resolve because when they were on her balcony they had this really like intimate moment where they were holding hands um and then he decided that night like I'm gonna get out of her life once I get the notebook and then at Regina's peak they had this really emotional conversation and shared a hug um and then he did get out of her life for a night (laughs) (laughs) briefly but he thought he was getting out of her life for good. And so now we're under the stars again 
um, at her, you know, her childhood Moonbright home. And so, you know, <laughs> we're getting into a more emotional, deep conversation. So I'm curious, like, usually whenever the third thing happens, yeah. it changes the narrative in some way. So I'm hoping that it's, he decides he wants to stay in her life. Like, hoping that's that's the resolution for him. Mm -hmm. and, a, and a hot yeah. makeout sesh would be good too. Thanks. <laughs> oh, hopefully. Sorry, Mindy. What were you gonna say? physical increasing physical contact in each of these scenarios first it was hand holding at her house mm -hmm. and then it was a hug at regina's peak so you know it got a step up the intensity but <laughs> and i but like also, oh sorry go ahead so i like that you point out the three locations because the first location was her apartment in erin city so it was like a mix of both of them and mm -hmm. then regina's peak was his childhood haunt right his his life now this is her childhood haunt so it's like, you know, getting all balance of all those three. <laughs> and so Tora answers her question then, like after this moment where he stands there and he goes, hey, you wouldn't have liked me much. I was kind of a jerk. <laughs> kind of. You oh. seem like you'd have been the king of the jerks. And he's like, yeah. <laughs> he's still kind of a jerk. That <laughs> <laughs> he's able to say that about himself. You know, I feel like that. Some people don't recognize their flaws. And I think it's so important to, to be with someone who does know their flaws and because I think that's the first step to being able to work on them. And so I like that, you know, he doesn't think he's perfect. Well, except jokingly later, but. <laughs> <laughs> and so now Bobby says, come on, let's go to the end of the pier. It's early summer, but we might spot fireflies across the lake. And then we get this beautiful, like star-filled sky. Hmm. So pretty. Oh, sorry, Mindy, we can't hear you. Yeah, no, I was just waiting for you to continue because I think um, I'll pick up after the question, right? I think. Yeah. Oh, where did you want to pick up? Yeah, I think you can go through the through the question, and I'll do afterwards. Oh, okay. Anyway, I'm one to talk. I was a total nerd, so the feeling would have been mutual. Shoot, I still am. And you talk about <laughs> self-awareness. <laughs> and Tora pauses as he's walking by her and says, hey, Bobby, did you like strawberries as a kid? And his hands are back in his pockets again. Mm. Everyone's like, strawberry girl, strawberry girl. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Way back, episode 10. <laughs> We knew, we confirmed. Wait, this, this is something. I mean, some people are like, okay, maybe this is a red herring. Maybe like this is, she isn't actually strawberry girl, but yeah, she. Too, it's too well placed. Lily knows what she's doing. <laughs> That's the progress. Yeah, so just to like a short reminder if anyone forgot. So in, in episode 10, we saw that picture of um Tora and his gang and Tora was helping this little girl in the background that looked like Poppy she was crying and then also when Poppy was in the tree with her dad she was drinking strawberry juice you know that Tora drinks strawberry juice and you know some people are like okay you know Tora was significantly older than Poppy and like did he develop like what's he 
you know, they're like, oh, it's an inappropriate age gap. But I think that whatever, let's say they had a, an interaction when, they, when she was young. I think that for him, I, she would have been, I think maybe a representation of a normal life of a happy, healthy family <laughs> life. So I think that that might've touched him significantly and emotionally in a way that I don't, don't think was sexual, right? I think it, mm-hmm. it was just emotional, like a psychological need that he had that she represented to him. Yeah. Yeah, and I mean, we've seen different ideas in fanfic the way that they might have met it as kids. And I kind of agree with some of them where it's like, you know, maybe she fell and he went over to help her um, or just noticed out of all these like teenage guys kind of, you know, mugging for the camera that he noticed somebody in distress. Um, but yeah, if there's a five-year gap between them, like, you know, in that picture, maybe he was 17 and she was 12, but like, maybe it was just like sort of a big brotherly concern. Like, <clears throat> but yeah, I'm, I personally think, yeah, they probably met as kids. Like it just, it feels kind of like that's been dropped and like Quincy even mentioned something about I forget which episode it was where he's talking to Gyu and he says you know something about strawberry girl and I was like hmm gotten over her right something like that mm-hmm. I think also if he was if Tora was helping her for him that might also have been meaningful because he was able to see himself as a helper rather than a destroyer so that 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 satisfaction and that kind of moral confidence that he would develop in himself to say, hey, I'm not just a bad person. I can help people. That would be truly significant for him. So I can mm-hmm. see that why, why he would hold on, hold on to that memory because that's where he was a good person. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it. Feeling that theory. I would like to add something by the way. Yeah. So, you know, have you guys ever watched um, Studio Ghibli's um, movie called Spirited Away? That's oh, my yeah. favorite one. Yes. yes. So there was this quote that um, there was the last the last um, scene that she said, said um, I think it was um, Geneva. She said, uh, once you met someone, you can never forget. So, she, for example, like, you know, with Chihiro and um, Aku, like, she didn't remember if she met him but he knows who she really is so you know it kind of reflects like you know you met someone but you you just feel like something familiar but then later on it kind of recalls to how they met because you know i know that a lot of you know it's been so long and you don't really remember anything but when you met that person you just thought hmm they look they sound familiar and look familiar yeah so so it's some somewhat like you know, like it's just some somewhat to meant to be, but we're not sure yet if they they knew each other, but we're we're able to find out. So yeah, I always have like, and it's like a well known uh, quote, but it's like a six degrees of separation. Don't anyone's Wait. ever heard that before? Mm. Yeah, like it's it's weird how often it happens. Like you meet someone and they somehow, some way know someone else that you know, but you've never met this person before. And it's like six degrees of separation. That's that's for cool. sure. And Poppy says strawberries. 
not particularly. I was more of the cookies and cream type. And like, like I think she genuinely, if they did met, meet before, like she probably doesn't remember because she was so young and it maybe wasn't an interaction that particularly like stuck in her mind. Mm-hmm. Cause like, you know, we've established that sometimes she plays dumb to get out of situations but like in this case I think she literally is just kind of like oh no mm-hmm. I saw someone made a sorry go ahead <laughs> I saw someone made a comment on one of the fan groups like uh what kind of answer was that like what do you mean cookies and what does that mean <laughs> like ice cream or yeah I guess it depends. yeah it's an odd question i wonder like i'm surprised she didn't follow up with like why are you asking you know because that's like a weird question to ask though <laughs> what if what if she said no i'm allergic to strawberries and then we'd be like no she can't be strawberry girl <laughs> oh no i'm allergic to those oh oh okay oh. i guess i'll take over from here sorry <laughs> So anyway, Satora, um, you know, he's got a, still got his hand in his pocket. We don't really see much of a reaction from him. You know, we just see him kind of pause and uh, we'll see if he thinks about it more later, if we get to hear his inner thoughts, but he doesn't mention anything else. And he comes down to the pier and Poppy's like, oh, look over there under those trees. Can you see them? Or do you need your glasses? He's like, I don't need glasses. My eyesight's perfect. <laughs> so they see the fireflies and he's, you know, they crack the joke. He's like uh, perfect, just like the rest of me, which is cute, adorable. Nice to see that. And and look, at his, look at his face as he says it. <laughs> so sassy. And so Poppy doesn't even react. She's just like, you know what's funny? Like, just <laughs> totally like, ignores him. She's like, shut up. <laughs> and I just love that he's like, my jokes, my wit. <laughs> I like when. Uh, Lily draws their face like that too, like the silly cartoon eyes, like it's so not serious. I just realized like Tora, like, you know, he, he don't realize that he's funny, but Poppy tends to see him as being funny randomly. And I feel like there was like, a, because, you know, I just feel like it kind of happens to people like, like myself, like when I, I say something to people, people laugh out of nowhere. I'm like, am I, did I say something funny? Oh. Like, you feel like you were dumb or something? Because I felt that sometimes. Oh. <laughs> I think he finally feels comfortable enough to joke with her like that too. Yes. It's not sexual for once. He's just True. just kidding around. <laughs> joke about his, you know, he if he felt that she didn't appreciate him, I don't think he would be able to make those jokes because he's joking about how awesome he is. And I think that if he was with someone who actually didn't think he was awesome, he wouldn't be able to say that. But you know, I think I think that just shows that he understands that she does like him and does think he's a cool person and good person. Mm-hmm. And I love how she's just like, fine, you're funny and perfect. Jeez. <laughs> I take the compliment. <laughs> take the compliment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, 
liked how like you know he was fishing for compliments before from her and she's just like you already know you look good like really do you need me to tell you that he's like yes yes i do please yeah. <laughs> give me more yeah, because he wants, it's different when you know something about yourself than when the person that you like tells you those things. You want mm-hmm. to hear that from them. Yeah. I love how they're just so comfortably sitting on the pier, you know, like their legs are dangling. I just love it. So close. I, can, I love this scene. I can hear the cicadas singing and oh, the water rippling from fish coming up and just bloop. Oh, <laughs> love it. Well, then I like now that like they were talking about being kids, making jokes, like he asked her about strawberries, like they're kind of teasing around and then like Poppy like now switches it and to the conversation being a little more serious, which I think is interesting. So like almost in a way, like not sounding him out on purpose, but I feel like, you know, they've been hanging out at the house now for probably a couple hours, maybe. Yeah, it's good that she's asking. She says, well, we've known each other for a while. We see each other almost every day. Like when you're on bodyguard, you do with Quincy. But I don't know a single thing about you. And he's like, you want to know more about me? We can start with an ASL. Like, What's that? American Sign Language. That's what I thought too. I was like, what? So apparently we're all too young. It's like, am I really that ancient? It's age, sex, location. I think he, uh, when there was American Online, right? I think that's what was standard then. It was like the first online chat room. And that's oh, when with like AOL. Yeah. yeah. AIM. AOL. Yeah. So, you've got mail. Yeah. That's the oh. reference. I remember I, I that. Have to be on that <laughs> <laughs> correct, uh, listeners, correct us if we're wrong. But I think I that's really... My father apparently was one of the okay. first, like, you know, 10,000 people to get like an AOL email address or something. Oh wow! I still have an AOL. Oh wow! I can't get into it, but I still have it. Oh, I do. Yep, sure do. like, but I already know your ASL. (laughs) Exactly. And it's like, congrats! You now know more than a single thing about you. And she's like, well, not fair. She punches him. He laughs. And yeah, this is right away. I mean, he's not willing to be forthcoming about his life because he's embarrassed, right? I mean, that's Mm -hmm. what I think. And, uh, you know, he feels like, well, Poppy correctly intuits it, right? So I'm not, I'll just wait, I'll let her say it, you know. Uh, He lies down at this moment, which to me is a little bit like, it's a sign, first of all, that he's both comfortable and uncomfortable. I think it's like, he's in a way distancing himself from the question, but it's also very, you know, when you lie down like that, you know, especially for a mafia guy like him, that shows that he feels very, very safe with her. <laughs> yeah, we see those fireflies there. Oh, that's so pretty. Oh, that's like the aerial view, you know, it's just provides some diversity of um perspective and you know to see him from on top. And he's hey, like, should hey, this be hey. sorry? Oh okay, I get it. <laughs> 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 sorry you just look really confused for a minute like what is she doing oh never mind <laughs> sorry mindy we can't hear you right he says shouldn't this be the kind of stuff you find out naturally after spending more time together or something 
And yeah, I feel like it's a little bit of like his fear, you know, like, and, and I think also, I like the fact that he kind of references the fact that they're having a relationship, you know, and like that he wants to spend more time together. And so they could get to know each other. Like he has, it's a little bit of like a vision for the future, you know, like, cause he never saw him as having a future, but this is implying, Hey, like we'll find this out naturally. So it seems like he is thinking, Hey, we'll be together for some time. Oh, so that goes back to what Elizabeth was saying about him wanting to be in her, like making the decision that he's going to stay in her life. So, <gasps> cause before it was like, you know, he, re- he like, holds her hand and he's wondering like what it feels like for her but like there wasn't thought of like oh I'll get to find that out and then with Regina's peak too it was like oh well I'm never gonna see you again and now it's like he's talking about like well you'd find this out naturally spending time together and so like I feel like he he's he's definitely shifted from like I need to get away from you as fast as possible to now like maybe thinking about actually getting to spend time together outside of just um bumping into each other mm-hmm. I'm last and she's like that's shockingly sentimental for a thuggish brute color me impressed I was like haha and she's like in a way you're right though I feel like I know so little but so much about you at the same time is that weird and he's like maybe there's more to us than superficial bullshit he said us people Oh my god, this <laughs> isn't us. The fangirl squeals. Ah! Yes. I love it. Like, what happened to Tora? He's developed, he's changed so much. You see them as an us? Like, I don't, I'm so impressed. I don't know what he thinks, like, consciously. Like, I don't know what he actually thinks their future is, but emotionally, at least, he. you see, like, he has that, he's like a normal person. He's like, yeah, we're, we're a thing. Well, and the fact that he's like admitting that he, like, I think last season with like the club, it kind of felt like at some points they were kind of talking past each other and not necessarily always hearing what the other was saying or really communicating. But I feel like now he's kind of like, you know, there's more to us than just the superficial like surface stuff. Like we have a connection. Um, And even now, like they've both gotten the chance to see that like, you know, people tend to view them one way, but like they're kind of showing each other, like they've seen each other's kind of real selves more come out. Mm-hmm. You're not wrong, but that superficial stuff is also part of who we are, no? And Torah, we get this like close up of Torah's face. His eyes look a little wide. Like I think he's fearful here because yeah the superficial stuff is the worst part about him I guess you know the stuff that he is the most embarrassed of so he doesn't answer and Poppy I think is thinking what we're all thinking and she's like or and I have to also just point out her you know she's like pushing up against her knees just saying I know like it's superficial to point out but I think it's very nicely drawn and she lies down next to him in the most beautiful amazing warm pose and she's like are you worried that i'll stop talking to you when i learn more about you the end Mm. that shot like 
Yeah. Like, <laughs> I just, like, when I read that, that was the moment where I was like, oh, this is reminding me of Regina's Peak and her balcony. Like, it's got that same feel of, like, you know, the connection happening, like, getting underneath the surface and, like, the fact that she's so comfortable with him physically now where, um, you know, on her balcony, she ended up pulling away and like, oh, let's go back inside. And then like with Regina's peak, it's like they laughed. But here it's like she asks the question and she moves closer to him. Mm-hmm. Well, and it feels like it's always him kind of reaching for her. Mm-hmm. But now she's ready to maybe reach for him a little bit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Right? Like, I just start to realize that, you know, Poppy is, don't realize she's bold because she always comes out like she's dumb and she's in, she's innocent, but she's technically locked. She technically is not. But like I said, like, you know, she, I start to realize that, like, she's getting closer to him, her sneak attack, apparently. Because I just feel like, you know, like what you said, um, Haley, is like she's, um, Tor mostly like go closer to her. But now she's just reciprocating back. And I just feel like she doesn't realize it because now she's starting to have her own feelings. I mean, that art of, how do you say that word? Um, arena that mind rush is happening here. Adrenaline. Adrenaline rush, yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, cause she has that. And, you know, we know that feeling. And I feel like, you know, the intimacy Intimacy towards them is like it's not always about touching, but you know they're talking and they're talking deep. You can laugh, around, you can joke around. You know it's more than that. But now mm-hmm. he's just—I feel like they start to connect each other more. And I feel like as next episode comes by, they start to feel more comfortable. I'm just getting seeing that development right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Vulnerable. I mean, you know, we know that he had his head in her lap at his apartment, but I just love how vulnerable he is and how she's lying down next to him. It's so, it's coupley all the way. Absolutely. When I like how he like lifted his arm out of the way for her too. Mm-hmm. Yes. So like he's making room, may you know, I don't know how like conscious that was, but like he's making room for her next to him as she moves closer to him so like you know he's got this very like open body position open and vulnerable body position to hers so i really hope that we don't have him like he pulls away again like i'm i'm hoping that like they sit here and talk right and, and kiss and kiss, you know, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> we can hope oh i'm 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 calling it right now calling it it's <laughs> happening and it cliffhangers again that's what keeps us hooked though that's why we keep mm-hmm. coming back right <laughs> we torch ourselves every week but we're going through it together that's what matters <laughs> makes the dream work <laughs> gotta wait for friday to come I'm always at work when it updates and I'm like a freak and I start jumping up and down when it says new episode and my coworkers are all like, oh, is it your comic? And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, I'm going on the podcast again. And they're like, oh, awesome. 
one I I always laugh whenever she's like you know she had posted on patreon that this was going to be a short short episode like even her short episodes are much much longer and more detailed than pretty much any other webtoon um and so every time she says that i feel like when she does like to her a shorter episode she always gives us something really like important and key to the story Mm -hmm. Um, so I was just like, I was like, oh, I know this is gonna be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> like every time, every time, and she's like, beforehand, she's like, oh, this is a shorter episode this week. I'm like, oh, what are you gonna give us this week? <laughs> mm. And like, you know, I'm I'm excited for like, you know, I feel like we had this like ramped up, super intense day, culminating with like jewelry getting like the stupid slap down of him, maybe. Um, <laughs> no, nah. <Still> there. <laughs> um, but like now, it's like now we're moving back into like the quieter, like emotional connection, um, like a little bit of a breather. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm really curious what he's gonna say next. I think he's gonna, how, how open is he going to be able to be about his feelings? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Uh, well, I was going to say that he's going to blush. Like, remember the time that Regina Peaks when Poppy was doing his hair mm-hmm. and she got closer to him and he was just blushing and his heart was beating and racing? That's because her boots were touching his back. <laughs> yeah. So I feel like she's coming closer to him. Yeah. Like, you know. You know, you know. <laughs> I see you holding your little tiger plushie there. I know. I was just holding it. Yeah, that's very and cute. That and a hamster, hamster, right? Oh, tiger. Oh, so cute. <laughs> Thank you for bringing visual aids. <laughs> <laughs> of course. Y'all want to do the bonus question now? Yes. yes. All right. Thank you so much to my current patrons, Susie, Lady Libris, Lily, Jenny, Haley, One and Only Taco, Elizabeth, Maria, Molly, Veronica, Emily, Emily, Joe Rochelle, Saucy Tuggles, Meg, Ann Rose, Priya, Alex, Misty, Laura, Shannon, Esther, I'm watching you, Taurus, Poppy Seed, and Marie. You're so good.